Uh, let me put you guys... Uh, Typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Welcome to a brand new episode of Crush This Live. My name is Bradshaw, also known as the Monster Truck Knocker, also known as Fashionably Late. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Mr. Dan G. Chagosh. Dan, how's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, outside of my one light, uh, my lamp burned out, so now I'm only half face. so you call me Two-Face. And you feel <laughs> lucky, Brad? I got heads. You'll live. Tails. No more. Hey, you got that. Uh, I got the best. I got the best Mountain Dew ever, man. No, nah, that thing sucks. Livewire is the best. Comments <laughs> below. Best Mountain Dew. Go. And it can't be seasonal. I think Baja Blast is now a regular. So uh, go ahead and do that. You know, let's let's do a little poll. What's yours the best Mountain Dew? And uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you can get it over in oh oh Canada, but for me, I am willing to drink that. Not like eggnog, which is the Tuesday before Christmas. That guy, that guy will be drinking eggnog. We'll have special guests. I already got special guests lined up, Brad. And they're going to be talking to you left and right about this situation. The show oh, is based God. off of you, Brad. Based off of you. This show is based off of you. So you can share that rain energy all you want. You need to take that when you're taking eggnog. So, but hey. You know, it's all good. Um, also, uh, I won't, I'll be doing a little video for Thursday around the Jamboree. Hey, Dad. Uh, the Jamboree stuff. But uh, the normal schedule programming that will be after Brad will be uh, interviewing Corey Snyder from the Toxic Monster Truck. 
Uh, I thought it would be pretty cool for him to interview. Uh, is my audio sketchy? Nope, it sounds good, man. I think it's their cell phone. Um, <laughs> uh, test, test, one, two. Can you? Okay. Anyway. Um, I can hear you. Okay. All right. It might be on my end. My mic, a lot of tick, I realized, I noticed a little tick, tick, tick noise. So I just switched it to my uh, good mic again. I don't know what was going on. So, okay. yeah, I'm excited uh, to Corey. Um, he's been on um, the Red Monster Truck Tour. I was going to continue on saying about um, doing the Renegade Tour and stuff like that. Uh, maybe getting some interviews for you since you're the new designer and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so, yep. I was going to mention, if anybody wants to, to meet this dude, I'm going to be at the Lincoln Pencil Lincoln Speedway stop for the Renegade Monster Truck Tour. I believe that is October 24th. I will be in Pennsylvania at that show. So if any of you guys are around that area, you want to... Hey, your dad says he'll drink the eggnog for me. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no volunteers on that eggnog. He has to drink himself. But speaking of which, we want to thank our sponsors, yes. Aha, Tank Coffee, uh, J Concepts, Marty Garza's Monster Truck Technology Book, Nick Davis in the Back Channel Production Group, and also JB Scale Graphics for your RC decal needs. Uh, officially licensed, sponsored by uh, officially licensed by Bigfoot, uh, Bad Habit, Obsessed Against the Grain, uh, and others. So, and also Bradley Shaw Designs, if you want not so good work. No, I'm just kidding. Hold uh, on, if you want good work or you have a commercial. On. Yes, and I'm about to play that. So, okay. uh, I, I, did, I made this, guys, so don't uh, don't be harsh on me, please. This is I, I did the voiceover and everything, so please don't be harsh. If you're looking for quality designs, look no further than Bradley Shaw Designs. Bradley Shaw Designs can design anything from wraps, banners, posters, promotional items, and more. Bradley Shaw Designs is the exclusive digital graphics partner of the Renegade Monster Truck Tour and Routine Motorsports. If you're looking for more information, please check out www.bradleyshawdesigns.com. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, you jerk. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm drooling. But wow, yeah, if, uh, check out the website. Um, Check out the, the Facebook page, uh, doing some iRacing stuff right now as well. So uh, if you guys are in any need of anything, just let me know. Also, we have merchandise still. Uh, yes. I know um, maybe uh, before we clarify this, uh, 6B, go through us. Yep. Crew shirts, $100 a pop. 6B will make them and send it to you. Uh, also, um, a below-the-collar T-shirt company. BelowTheCollar.com uh, well, backslash crush this podcast. Right, but uh, $20 a t-shirt, 25 of them get a new design. But the other thing is we've been having a lot of, I guess, not complaints, but um, scenarios saying that uh, they're, they to us that you know the, their shipment's not being sent or they're having difficulty. I'm sorry to, for you guys uh, about that, but... Um, that's that's through them. Uh, I don't think it's through us because no. all we do is the design of the T-shirt. They process. They give us a piece of the pie, but they have most of it. Um, we do apologize for that misfortune for some yeah. of you guys, but uh, you know. And, and, to, go to, ahead. Clarify, to clarify on that a little bit, so they also run uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, um, which does a lot of stuff for AEW, New Japan, 
uh, pro wrestling. They do a lot of stuff with uh, professional wrestlers. That's their kind of bread and butter. They're based out of Chicago. They're also called a company called OneHourTees.com. So they're a very busy company. And the Below the Collar does like podcasts, YouTube people, um, streamers. So it's it's a mixture of things. So um, just bear with them, guys. You know, that's mm -hmm. the easiest way for us to be able to get merch to you guys. And thank you guys for that support as well. Um, your mom says, uh, good job in the commercial. Thank you, Mrs. Agosh. That means a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, well, our guests uh, will be back on here in a few minutes. I have to uh, invite them. They're switching phones. The other the phones that they have is not working good, so I am sending them the link, and they will switch on up here. I uh, want to let everyone know that next week's uh, guest for the podcast um, is going to be Norm Miller. Uh, he was he was famous uh, for driving Batman, NEA. Uh, people may not know, but uh, he uh, drove the barefoot truck for a while back in the uh, mid-90s, representing barefoot for uh, the uh, – Thunder Nationals group. So uh, that's going to be our guest for next uh, Tuesday. It's going to be Norm Miller. And then I am going to book next Thursday. So uh, I think I will be gone again next Thursday. Uh, we'll be going to Salina, Kansas, a dealership called Larry Marshall's, Marshall Motors. Um, so uh, I'll get Brad a. Uh, guests to go on and uh we'll go from there uh there's gonna be a a couple a, a couple of them uh, which is gonna be pretty cool so uh we'll give you further news so this thursday will be Corey snyder in toxic and next tuesday is norm miller uh so um we can't wait for that but yep. it looks like the guys are on so let's bring them out uh this, this is a pretty cool episode because we're gonna Go, uh, actually, it's been a request, and I think one other podcast has um, brought this division on there, uh, on the social media world, uh, but we brought one of the best, and that is uh, Colton Kaiser, his father, Richie Kaiser, and the American Scout Mini Monster Truck. Uh, let's bring them out. How's it going, guys? Hey, guys. How we doing? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Did a little switch, phone switcheroo. I like how the high octane coffee is just above them. The J Concepts <laughs> is above me. Hey, and then and the the crush this. We all win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I moved. I, I moved my setup a little bit. I had a, like a thirty-two inch TV and then a smaller monitor, but now I have matching monitors, so it makes everything so much easier on my end. <laughs> awesome, cool deal. Well, guys, we normally start off our uh, interviews with a little timeline segment. And I guess we can go ahead and talk to you, uh, ask the first question to the dad and uh, get him and asking about how you got involved with monster trucks in general and what got you the process of going, hey, I'm kind of interested in starting to build a monster truck for my son. Well, it was kind of dumb luck and uh, I got I to gotta blame Joe Nictor for everything getting in with the monster trucks with Stomper. Um, Joe's been a friend of mine for 25 plus years 
um, started going with him, crew him at shows, and um, got to know Kid KJ and and uh, Todd and all those guys at shows when we were running with Monster Nationals. And Colton would go to some shows with us. And of course, you know, Colton being a kid, he was interested in the minis. So um, a couple of times, Todd put Colton in a truck, let him drive it around before the show. And then uh, he sent us a truck. We got it running good. And one winter, they, they took it down to Texas to run it. So after that, it um, we got a hold of Alan Pizzo and went ahead and had Alan build us a truck. So, you know, when, when Alan built the truck, um, how long was it, you know, from the, the test kind of like you would do with, uh, with Todd until you guys built the truck and started running that? Um, probably, I would say it was about a year to a year and a half at the most. And so the process, let's, let's go a little bit in depth with this truck that's behind you and give the, the, the specs about it compared. What, what gives the definition of a, obviously I'm giving a air fart question that goes over everyone's <laughs> head, but for that reason, explain how is it a mini monster truck and explain yours different to other mini monster trucks half-scale monster trucks because they seem like they're all different sizes. So what is the technical, you know, what would you say a mini monster truck would be? Well, and when we mentioned mini monster truck, everybody, they either think it's one of the Carter Brothers go-karts or they think it's a Patriot, which Patriots and, um, you know, they were one of the first ones to come out, I believe, with the mini monster. Um, they're more of a third scale. They run most of them run a four-cylinder Honda with a transaxle instead of a drop box like we run. Um, our truck, and I, I tell everybody, you take the body off of ours and the body off of a full-size, full-blown monster truck. They're very, very similar. Only ours is half the size. Now, what uh, what motor do you guys run in yours? Because I know, like, I, I've watched some video footage of uh, the trucks that uh, Zanra Two has. The uh, barely tame, pretty wicked, and uh, the Stinger Unleashed. What motor are you guys running in your truck compared to what they run? They run a four-cylinder Honda. We okay. run a small block V8 Chevrolet. Okay, all right. And then, what's the tire sizes that you normally guys run? Um, ours are twenty-one-five, sixteen-one, which they're forty-six inches tall. Now, you know, with you guys running, you know, a small block Chevy motor, do you feel like most of the mini monsters, you know, from from here on out are going to be going to more of a, a V8 based, based platform? Or, you know, um, what do you guys think? I know there's one there's a there's one being built right now that's going to have a little V6. Ours started out with a with a 4.3 V6 motor in it. Um, it worked great. It, it, they're bulletproof little motors but we were breaking way too many parts. So we went to the V8 and we broke a lot less parts with it. Um, a lot of the, you know, your third scales, the Patriots, they're, the chassis aren't big enough for the V8. Uh, they're, you know, ours, ours is squeezed in there now. So it's, it, you have to have a chassis specifically built for this setup. 
Now, Colton, let's uh, talk a little bit about your first time driving that, uh, I guess what you say, a piezo chassis truck. Uh, you know, outside of running some of Todd's trucks, this seems like a completely uh, different beast. Um, how was it when you first time running it? So the first time running the truck, it's the, the truck compared to pretty much the day we got it compared to now, it is like, it's funny because we haven't touched the valving and the shocks at all, but it lands so much smoother. And I've also, and a lot of that's through driving experience, learning, and finally getting it into my thick skull that the harder you hit stuff, the less it does hurt. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of changes. Uh, we've had, we really haven't had to do any chassis work. We've had to spread some bars out because, you know, I like to eat. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's been a great, great truck for me and I couldn't have asked for a better truck really. So how was it for you switching from the 4.3 V6 compared to the small block Chevy? Did you have to change anything in your, in your driving style, you know, you know, so, throttle response wise or anything? Actually, believe it or not. So I still like to drive hard, but actually I technically really, I kind of have to drive a little less. So, um, the first, we had that V6 in there for, I think, the, the first two years we had the truck. I think through that, and yeah, driving experience had stuff had something to do with it, but uh, I think we went through 22 axle shafts in those first two years. We've had this small block for, what is this, our third year with it? Second year. Second full year. Yeah, second full year with it. So pretty much two and a half years with this, and I think we've gone through five. And I'm hitting stuff. I'm getting more air, and it, there is a throttle response difference because we're, uh, we're running one of these FI Tech fuel injection systems, and when we were running the V6, uh, we had it tuned so weird for it because it was only like 150 horsepower. So, like, we uh, he data logged it and sent it to the people at FI Tech, and they basically told us the truck shouldn't even run with how tuned down it was for 150 horsepower. So we doubled the horsepower and we're breaking a fifth of the parts. Nice, nice. So what's what's the uh, the uh, speed on that thing going to zero? Is, does it go to 60 yet or? Uh, uh, I mean, we could probably make it go to 60, but uh, that probably, that, that'd be a little dangerous. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, we're kind of rough estimating it tops out at like 35, but really that's all we need. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the popularity of the mini monsters over the years has gotten pretty, you know, exponential, um, you know, especially this year with, you know, the, the renegade, not the, you, know, you guys did the event with the renegade tour recently in Brownstown, Indiana, but as well as the um, outlaw monster truck drags, Joseph Sylvester put on fight TV. You guys, there was a bunch of you guys there with the mini monsters. You had, you know, the Zane's crew, you guys had you, um, I believe it was the Crunch Time mini truck. I believe that's the name of it. Um, how, how was that experience for you guys? And and just talk about the popularity of the mini monsters and how everything's kind of been changing. You also have uh, Lee Plato with the Skull Crusher out in California as well. How, like, how, how's the popularity of them? And do, how's the, the crowd reaction when you guys are at shows? Um, the crowd reaction is great because it's something, and we get this all the time. I can tell you how many times people come up to us at shows or 
pretty much everywhere we go, shows, displays, even if we're at the gas station, you know, people are checking the truck out. They're like, we've never seen anything like this. Well, no one's really got a mini monster truck. So, you know, it, it's something cool because the adults, especially, you know, a lot of the dads, they can relate to it because, you know, like they look at my truck, it's like, oh, okay, that's just, you know, a lot of GM parts, you know, this stuff I'm used to. And the kids love it too because it's more their size. So it's kind of, you know, the, the crowd overall really likes them and the stuff over time that we've been able to do with them and evolve with them, they're, you know, they're pretty much anymore. They're almost competing with the full size trucks sometimes. You know, like, like Brad said, you guys are, you know, now the name for the American scout, which I screwed up. I'm sorry. I, said America Scout instead of American Scout. But well, I'm still patriotic, so it's America. Scout. So, I mean, I'm ready to see a, a revamp. It's going to be Dash M-E-R-I-C-A. America. Yeah, when we did the Outlaw show, when that was the first show we did all year with the brand new body, brand new wrap, and I rolled it. So that was what it was. But um, it, we took the bedside off, ripped the bedside off, and you just see Merck and Scout on the side. It just worked out like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, so you guys had a new look. I mean, and, uh, you know, a new body and stuff like that. Talk about that Outlaw uh, show because – you know, Nick Davis and he with the Batchel Productions uh, worked his tail off to produce the program. Um, you know, uh, you know, people were watching it on Flight TV, but having letting Joey call you guys and have you guys out there with Zane's group and the others, um, how was that experience for you guys? And did any of the drivers? in general at the show, maybe gave you guys a little bit of pointers or anything like that? Um, so to answer your first question, the show itself was, it was something totally different. Uh, it was real, I mean, it was, it was very interesting. There were a lot of amazing times we had there. Definitely. It was definitely fun to have Dan there and, uh, uh, Medusa there, but she was great. Um, we had that little sit down bonfire and that was a whole lot of fun that night. And, uh, it, the, the event all around was really well. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely different with how it was set up as far as like a track goes. Um, you know, that was a, that was one of them tracks that a lot of broken parts, um, and just a lot of big jumps, you know, just, it was, Every one of those jumps out there, you just look at and go, well, if I let out, it's going to hurt. And if I don't hit it right, it's going to hurt. But we'll see what happens. But um, as far – now to answer your second question, uh, I uh, Cody Saucier was there uh, helping out with Samson. And uh, I showed him a couple of videos of my truck, and he and I seen him watching me during some of my runs. And uh, – him having the time and experience he has and knowing the trucks and the physics behind all of it. I asked him for a lot of pointers, uh, you know, just general things of what I can do to be, uh, be a better driver and 
things I should try and notice more in the trucking. He helped me out, and uh, Patrick and all them, Dan Patrick and all them, that whole crew, amazing crew. They, uh, they, we've actually done a lot of shows with Ricky. So, you know, getting to talk to them and with all that, just plethora of knowledge of all those years of combined knowledge, it's, it was, uh, it was real good for me. And, and Richie, how, how is that for you as well? Being able to see, you know, your son talking with like legends, like, you know, Dan Patrick and, and, you know, superstars like Cody Saucier and Rick Steffens and getting advice and tips for them. How is that for you watching your son kind of rub shoulders with some of these guys in the industry like that? It's, it's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, seeing these guys and they treat him as an equal, you know, he's not, he's not just a kid. Um, Dave Rosarez worked with Colton a lot when he was getting started. And I told Dave the same thing I tell these guys now. He's a driver. If he screws up, get on him. You know, and these guys, Dan's, Dan's talked to me about some stuff on the truck. Um, you know, Zane, we've done a few shows with Zane before. Um, you know, we, we've talked a lot. Um, we, we've done shows with so many guys that I looked up to you know, through the years. And I thought, you know, it'd be so cool to meet them. And now a lot of them, I've got their phone numbers in my phone and I'll call them every once in a while just to BS with them. You know, it, it's very humbling watching these guys with Colton. Now we're going to break off a little bit and ask uh, you, uh, I just whistled, uh, Richie, about your time uh, with, uh, you know, you're with the Nickters, uh, being the crew chief of the, um, you know, the, I guess the famous Stomper Monster Truck. Uh, you know, you, you always have fun times with those folks, and it seems like every single time I'm with you guys, it's just positivity, and you guys will laugh. And I mean, these guys are the only ones that ever made me fall on the ground laughing my butt off. Here's a story. Okay, so Richie and who's the guy that was with you? I'm sorry, I'm brain farting. The 2007 Jamboree. I was with Quad Chaos and Dirt Crew, and we were tired. That was our little T-Rex. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mark, Mark can't whistle. <laughs> so I'm tiring up, and I think Mark uh, was already uh, hanging out with uh, with some liquid courage, yeah, and, he was. Uh, <laughs> and he's trying to put these tires up me out. And he's like, I can get through this. I am rich. He's like. Calm down there, buddy. Calm down. Get back. Get back. Get back. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm real. Let's go. Let's go. He's going all he's getting all amped up and everything like that. And and it's just the same thing with Joe. Joe is the same exact way. And it just seems like you guys just all the time. I I, I haven't seen any negativity or any it's just positive, just laughing and having a good time. And uh talk about that. It just seems like that. You know, that's – like I said, Joe and I have been friends for 25-plus years. And I've, I've been around Joe when things aren't going the greatest. I've seen him frustrated. But he always comes up with a smile. Um, you know, and we all, we all figure we'll get through it one way or another. You know, it, it's not the end of the world. We'll figure out what's going on. We'll get it taken care of. We, uh, we all think a lot alike. We all have a lot of fun, you know, no matter where we go, we have fun. And that's, uh, 
And, you know, I've been with Joey when he was driving for Bobby Holman. We went, drove all the way to Wheatland, Missouri. Nine hours there, Joe goes out, does one hit, and breaks a claw. We were done for the time. Drove nine hours. You know what? We still had fun. We, we got through the show. We had fun afterwards. It's, it's an awesome, awesome group that we run with. Um, everybody's just, you know, you know how it is. We all help each other out. If somebody's having a down day, we always try to get them, get them laughing and get their spirits back up. See, all, all, all you need to have a good day is find a hockey dasher and, me, and find me. <laughs> you did that. You did that joke to yourself, Brad. I did I not have anything to do with it. See, see, somebody brought that up recently, so it's on my mind again. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, so let, let's talk about this previous weekend. You guys were in Brownstown, Indiana, for the Renegade Monster Truck Tour, tour Zane Ratu's company. How how was that show for you guys getting getting able to hang with Zane and the crew again and and uh, run with some other minis uh, this past weekend? It was fun. It really was. I don't know why. It, it was it was a busy show. It, it yeah, it was a pretty busy show. Um, huge crowd, very good crowd, and uh, I know that the Lawrenceburg show is going on about an hour. Both shows, from what I heard, were completely sold out, which is amazing. Uh, and you know, I, I'm really looking forward to hopefully doing a lot more with that crew and that tour with the Renegade. Uh, those guys, uh, your guys' next upcoming guest, uh, Corey Schneider, right? Yeah, he, he was there. Corey's a great guy, uh, great, amazing driver. And you know, it, it was just, just like what we were just talking about, it was a whole lot of fun. It was, I mean, like I said, it was a busy show, but it was laid back. Cheech, are you there? Oh, I think Cheech might have died. Uh, I don't yeah. see him. So, um, you know, <laughs> man, uh, Cheech's internet. Watch, he's going to complain about Frontier again. I know it. As soon as <laughs> it pops back up, he's going to complain about Frontier. It happens every episode. I swear to God. So, well, you know. Earlier, his computer restarted. <laughs> yeah, because I was just waiting. I was waiting on uh, girlfriend and prescription. So, you know, I, I believe there was – I was trying to find a video – um, Colton, you recently got into a full size truck. Um, talk about that and, and what, and how that kind of came about. So, um, all right. So we got to go back to last year. So I drove, so Vern house gave me the opportunity to drive his truck. And, uh, last year we were in, I think Springfield, Tennessee. And he, uh, he came up to me and he said, Hey, Colton, uh, after the show, do you want to go out in my truck? Just make a few little hits and get the feel for it. And uh, never being in a full-size truck, I was just, I was kind of iffy about it. He was having some small issues. Uh, so I, and uh, the next day we had to be all the way from Savannah or uh, Springfield, Tennessee to Muncie, Indiana, Northern Indiana the next day for a Jimmy Creek show. So, you know, I was just like, okay, well, not, not today, but maybe later on down the road. And so, um, I can't remember, that was one or two years ago. And then uh, we did a local show by us about an hour from home, 45 minutes, an hour from home. And uh, I, I walked up to him at the show. My truck wasn't there. I went running, but we had the RV, so all my race stuff was there. So I, I just walked up to Vern. I said, hey, uh, does that offer still stand? And he just kind of looked at me, and he goes, what are you talking about? I said, to drive your truck. And he's like, you got your race? You got your race suit, your gloves, and helmet, and all that. I said, yeah, it's in the RV. He goes, 
go get it. I didn't tell a single person outside of my dad that I was doing it. Um, actually, I really didn't even tell him. I just started walking towards the uh, other side of the track where the motorhome was parking. He said, what are you doing? And I said, I looked down. I said, you know what I'm doing. And then he just looked at Vern. <laughs> and then uh, it was it was hilarious seeing everyone's reactions to Nickters were there. and My mom didn't even know nothing about it. And uh, everyone was just standing there and kind of confused and giving me funny faces as I was walking across the track with my race pants on and my uh, helmet and gloves and everything. There he is. Uh, actually, I figured out it's not Frontier. Uh, <laughs> See, I was, saying, I was saying you were going to complain again. I was, and then I figured out, oh, there's something with the stream yard saying, like, uh, maybe you have to make – see, on my computer, I don't – I'm not connected to Ethernet. I have a wire wireless uh, connector to oh, the yeah. router and connect yeah, whatever. So now I brought the desk, this, up to the table. So now it's direct with the router, so I should get better service. If not, this is going through the window, and I'm retiring. So, <laughs> so you know, you you were people started seeing you. You know, walk to the truck with your race pants, and what happened after that? Just I got in the truck. I told Vern. I said, "Hey, as I'm getting in this truck, I need you to give me a, another crash course on how everything works." And uh, he kind of showed me, and here uh, he just. Show me, okay, here's your power, here's your fuel, make sure that's on, here's your switch, turn the truck on. This, he didn't tell me what any of the other switches did. He just said, like, he just said, every switch goes to something. So I just said, okay, so turn all of them on. He goes, yeah, sure. So I turned, just, all the switches were on and went out in my run. It was definitely a weird experience because uh, uh, for anyone that has seen the video, I was riding the brakes the entire time, totally unintentionally for the most part riding the brakes. Um, and for those who don't know, that chassis used to be Doug Charles's uh, wild thing. Doug wasn't particularly a tall guy, so there was about 13 inches of space between Vern's seat and the brake pedal. So I'm just sitting there, and I can tell I'm riding the brakes because I'm seeing sparks shoot up by the window. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun, and I always thank Vern for giving me that opportunity it was that truck and P I always get people asking me how it felt driving that truck that truck lands like it it lands like a pillow it's it lands softer than a pillow at first I thought it was going to be real bouncy you know the seat wasn't built for me it was a little big and not every jump just real smooth um yeah it, it was great and it, it's it, it's weird saying this, but prior to that, I you know the only thing I had done with a full size truck was sit in one, not start one, drive one, nothing. So it was a complete crash course then. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, it was kind of funny too, because before the run, he said, "Take it easy. Uh, make sure you watch your your temperature and your RPM." Uh, he said, "After the show, I'll hit the the recall on the tack and see what you went to." He told me he, he runs a Richard Midget 540 spare digger motor. And he said that he had had that motor above, I think, 5,300 RPM. That's the highest he had taken it. So two days later, I get a message from him on Messenger of a picture of the tack at 7,000 RPM. I was like, oh, 
Yeah, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But, no, really, it was, it was a lot of fun. Man, well, now he's going to go to that MSD box and change the, the mag chip on it. So now the truck <laughs> definitely ain't going to go 7,000, maybe 650. Uh, <laughs> we, we threatened to ratchet strap his leg to the seat so he wouldn't ride the brakes with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Think, one of the things I was trying to do, just I like I like I said, I had never been in a full-size truck before. So the I just did what I knew how to do, and that was drive the truck like mine. So – so now, compared outside of the accelerate, the instant throttle and acceleration about it and stuff like that, you were you said you're driving the dysfunctional truck just like your truck. But um, when you're approaching the ramps and stuff like that, were you doing the same thing? Um, in a way, yes, but not nearly as aggressive. That's if you watch my runs, uh, especially now, I've gotten a lot more aggressive heading up to the jumps. Uh, in the full-size truck, it's just one of the, you know, and I've watched Vern enough, and I just kind of got it instantly, you know. Just go out there. You can kind of plow through stuff. You don't have to hit it near as hard. Um, and that truck lands so well. You don't really have to try at all. The only thing was uh, the the rear steer was throwing me off a little bit because I think it's backwards from mine, and um, which any drivers listening, you know, it is such a pain to go from, you know, if your rear steer is inverted, it throws you off. But uh, and with that truck, you actually have to drive the truck, like to make it. Like if you, you know, if you're using that rear steer, you can't just let the rear steer go. You got to really drive into it. That's one thing I got to kind of get used to. And, and Richie, how was that for you, you know, seeing your son finally get behind, you know, the wheel of a full-size truck? And, and how was that experience for you as a father? It was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, and Colton was getting buckled in, and I had several people ask me if I was going to go talk to him. I, no, Colton knows how to drive a truck. It's Vern's truck. Vern can tell him what it needs to do, and – it is what it is, but it was, nope. uh, you know, I've got, like I said, Joe Nickter was there, Roger Gallagher, um, all these guys are standing there that we're good friends with that have drove for years, and they're talking about how good a job Colton did for never being in a full-size truck before, so it's very humbling. Nice, nice, and then, you know, is there going to be any more plans in the work can you guys look um, I mean, you never up in know. the air we uh it's not officially confirmed but uh we, we or the show is confirmed but we got a show in two weeks in Terre Haute with and Vern's going to be there so I mean we'll see what happens there you know and, and with this you know, is is the goal? You know, still get, is the goal going to be you know a full size American Scout at some point, or you know, are you guys going to do the mini things for just a little bit longer? Um. So this year was supposed to be my last year in the American Scout in the mini, and uh, but uh, just like everything with that's COVID has messed up, you know, 
Uh, we're going to stick with the mini one more year. Uh, and really, we'll see what happens there, you know, uh, whether or not we run our body on a full size or our name on a full size truck or um, if I go and run for a team somewhere, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're kind of in the same boat as everyone else. Nothing's really, you know, set in stone. You never say never, right? Right. Right. So we got, uh, man, a lot of love from the the full throttle group. I mean, you got Roger here. He said first time out of the full-size truck. He did awesome. Uh, one guy that goes to your shows a lot, Justin Heaton, uh, oh, yeah. said you did a great job. My mom's questioning me. Uh, Scott Bryant said, uh, "Great job driving." To, I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, the guy who runs uh, uh, the full throttle, I believe. Uh, Jr. He's agreeing with me. Frontier sucks. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go with uh, you know, show some love. Uh, the Rick Dishroom. You know, he said, this is a good show. It's awesome to see young people enter entering our sport, especially with so much – I can't say that. I can't see that word. So uh, much enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Truly oh, – I need glasses. <laughs> truly shows how – I got fun a little bit bigger. Uh, truly shows how a family can enjoy working together, and it's also cool to see young racers share their experience. How about that, guys? The dish rooms, you know, Saigon Shaker, Rick with Backdraft. Yeah, that, that's a crew I've, I've been watching a lot, and uh, I like everything they do. That's one place I want to go is the metal shop. Um, you know, I, I know they do pretty much – they do all their own stuff in-house, and from what I've heard, uh, you know, at that shop, you can pretty much build a monster truck off the wall. So, you know, that that's right up my alley, and – That'd be, you know, and I'm getting into a lot of the fabrication side of just everything. That's something I really want to do is welding and fabrication. So, you know, I, I love seeing what they do. Uh, another comment from J.R. Rose. Uh, it's asking, uh, on an average weekend, what costs more, Colton or the Scout? Colton puts on a great show. Love working with these guys. <laughs> well, if it's a county fair, it's Colton because – he has yet to find the food booth he doesn't like. That's true. <laughs> uh, Vincent Ackard from the Monster Truck Outlaws of the West podcast. Um, he says, I want to see Colton run with Hunter Souza in full-size trucks. Did Hunter give you advice for driving minis at the show a couple months ago? Um, Hunter had his hand. It's full. Yeah, they were fighting some electrical gremlins. Yeah, Hunter, that entire team was, yeah, that entire team had their hands full that day. That was really fun getting to meet Hunter and his dad and run with them. Uh, he was, at, he had a lot of fun. He was real comfortable in that truck. But, uh, you know, we uh, we talked to them before the show, and his dad was telling us when they had their mini, he, and it's, it's just like ours, you know, try to set it it up as much and as close to the full size trucks as you can get like everything from in the cab and how it lands and everything so that way you're not you know it, it's a little bit less to have to adjust to so uh let's see here uh also lee plato mentioned about switching to a 
Piso half scale truck is the best thing we yeah, did for the skull crusher kit. Oh, I don't think this is me. Because yeah, <laughs> I can see Brad. Have, uh, yeah. That uh, shame drive. You good, guys? Oh. Uh, no, uh, that truck that Shane's driving is freaking insane. It's got a blown through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's Continue on. Yeah, we're good. Okay. There. <laughs> no, no, that the uh, the truck Shane and we have out there that piezo chassis that uh it's got a blown three eighty three stroker in it and it is it's freaking insane. Um, I know piezo he just put a blower on his mini and he's running like a four oh six yeah four oh six uh Chevy. And I know the way he was telling me, it's uh, it's like adjusting to a blower on just from naturally aspirated. It's like going from a V6 to a V8. You kind you got to relearn a little bit, but once you get used to it, it's it's quick. By and the way, Joe. By the way, yep. Joe Nictor said it's not my fault. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you know with with a couple of guys running blowers on their truck are you guys going to go to that or are you guys going to still run the naturally aspirated setup we've thought about it and we were going to do that this year but with everything going on we just figured get a little bit more seat time uh work on my momentum and my driving skills and then uh maybe we can do a couple adjustments to the truck uh and then consider going to a blower uh the hard part with a blower is, you know, I mean, you can watch the videos and it's sometimes you'll go up to a jump and it'll just blow the rear tires off. Uh, there's, it's a little bit more finicky, but I think it'd be something really fun to try. And it, I feel like it would, a blower on this truck, on my truck would probably do about the same as switching from the V6 to the V8 in that I don't actually have to drive as hard i just gotta drive a little bit smarter smarter yeah yeah buddy then so yeah, we, go ahead richie we uh you know lee and i talked quite a bit and i'd love to get these boys together and do a show together with a bunch of minis it, it, i think it would be awesome to do that yeah Now, wasn't there a story? Did someone actually did a mini monster truck show, just minis in general? Alan, yep. We we did one a couple of years ago down in E-Town, Kentucky with Alan at a county fair. It was it was my mini, Alan's mini, pre-blower, and then his boy, uh, Brandon's mini, which is, I mean, all three of our trucks are identical outside of just a few small changes changes i mean alan's is a motor uh alan when he built his boy that mini his is an identical copy to mine except it uh when we had the four three it's an identical copy of that except it doesn't have rear steer so you guys mentioned uh somebody who recently passed away kid kj um, talk about talk about Kid KJ and and the kind of person that he was and you know you, him and his dad and and that whole gang were kind of in a way kind of the pioneers of you know what y'all are doing today. Talk about you know just the impact that he had on you guys 
and just mini monster trucks in general and the kind of uh, guy that uh, Kid KJ was? Um, KJ, you know, for God, I hate, uh, I forget how many shows when they were like busiest when they were, you know, I forget how many shows they were doing in a year, but it was crazy. And for, uh, for always kind of being like, I guess for lack of better terms, being kind of in that spotlight, he always had a really good head on his shoulders. Uh, one of the first, my most vivid memory with, uh, KJ, um, was this was before I was driving. This was when I was just getting to know them. Uh, this was this was kind of a busy year for us. We had just gotten our first dog, and we went to I think it was I want to say it was what's that one? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago uh, was it Hoffman Estates? Yeah, we, went, we were at the Hoffman Estates Arena when uh, it was KJ uh, Monster Bear Crush a lot Diva and uh, that was when Chris was real young. I was a little boy too. And uh, I remember we had our dog there and uh, I was starting to get to know KJ and Jake a little bit. Macy was driving the Diva truck to tell you how long ago that was. But uh, um, we were just in the back before the show for like two hours just throwing like a Nerf football and just having a blast. And it was so much fun. And, uh, and then summer came around and we started going to the shows with them and it was a lot of fun there too. Um, just getting to see kind of what they were doing and how they did their operation. And it was always, you know, we were all like real young kids. So it was like every moment of it was just a blast. We were always doing something fun, whether it was throwing a football or a, a bicycle, um, chasing each other, drifting the rental car a couple of times. Um, yeah, yeah, it was always fun. And, uh, you know, I think I speak for everybody in the entire industry when I say this, but we're really going to miss KJ. And, uh, you know, I, we, I'm always thinking about, you know, Todd and Jake and Nancy and Holman. So, you know, but yeah, it, it was always fun. You there, Cheech? Oh, I guess he died again. <laughs> I don't know what happened, <laughs> but you know, let, let's let's you know what's what's you know the, the your guys' plans for the rest of the year. I know you guys did the show with uh, Zane. Um, what what do you guys have coming up uh, with with the truck? Um, for any events wise, we got one um, the twenty sixth in Terre Haute, Indiana, with full throttle. Um, we're doing one there, and then um, we've got a couple sponsor obligations. We're going to go do a couple car shows and uh, grand opening and stuff with uh, some friends. And then we've got um, – we're actually going to do the Van Wert, Ohio show with Zane on um, October 17th. So, so we're looking forward to that. You know, we're – Jimmy Creighton has talked to us about maybe doing a few more shows with him this year, if, you know, if, if they're in the area or – Within distance, you know, and and I just think it's cool what you guys are doing, especially you know everybody like Lee, you guys, Zane with the mini monsters, and it's bringing it into you know a, a good spotlight in the business. And what you guys are doing is awesome. And you know, like, do you think 
you know, the, the popularity, especially with the, the outlaw monster Truck drag show, did, did that help you guys at all? And, you know, getting more popularity and booking more shows. I think what it did was, I think what it did was it shined a light on the minis. Um, I think it kind of, cause, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers on the show, but I know definitely whoever saw it and had never seen a mini monster truck, they got to see what they can do. You know, everything from uh, rolling over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> rolling over. Me and uh, me and CJ went out. CJ, he's an incredible driver. He's a lot like me, as in, and what I mean by that is a very flat-footed driver, but uh, in a good way. And, you know, him and I, we had close races, real good races. Him and I, we were both going out there and hitting the backside of the bus stack and everything. And I think it kind of showed people that, like, holy crap, these things have evolved since, I don't know, what, like 2006, you know? There's a picture of me somewhere, like, three-year-old me in, like, the first mini monster truck ever built. Next, next to one of Steve Combs' Monster X's. Mm. Oh, there's Cheech. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, we lost Brad. Brad went to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, I do apologize for the... I don't know what's going on. It's been going like this for the last three weeks. I thought I fixed the problem, but I guess I should buy Technology better internet. And uh, technology, I wish we could just, you know, talk on campfire and just be like, hey, what's up? And, right. you know, stuff like that. But, but I mean, also, people may not know, you guys, I mean, when I came by your guys' shop, was which was pretty cool, you guys also uh, sometimes have Joe's truck there, too, the Stomper truck. And uh, you guys sometimes take care of it at your guys' shop. Yep. It's uh, actually this year, Dalton Van Skyhawk's been driving quite a bit for Joe last couple of years. And um, this year it spent uh, summer up at Dalton's place, about an hour and a half north of us. Okay. All right. Yeah. We, so, so. Um, we got a couple. Uh, we got more here. Uh, a little bit more shout outs. Once again, Joe Nictor says it isn't his fault. Um, got a couple, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, um, Shane, uh, I guess Lee said Shane has a lead foot and breaks a lot. Uh, <laughs> now Colton, here's a dream, a dream question. Is there a, certain truck right now that you would love to drive if they said you want to take the reins of it go right ahead have fun which truck would that be you and i both know what truck i'm talking about because i know you and i both would kill to drive it number one <laughs> bigfoot oh, oh yeah uh, I was talking about racing trucks. Not oh, race <laughs> trucks. yeah, race trucks. Oh shoot! Oh my God, there's so many. Are we talking like a like mid nineties race? No, no, talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. It could be any truck. 
Be any truck um, right now. Um, man, that is a very oh man, that's such a good question. Um, honestly, I would probably have to say uh, Bigfoot Twenty One. Because I, from what I've heard from all the people that dri- that have driven it, and uh, we did a couple summer shows with Dave Ramirez and talked to him at PRI, he said, you know, that is such a beautifully landing truck. It's almost impossible to make that truck land bad. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people when I ask that question, the top three answers would always be Bigfoot Twenty One, any of the Hall Brothers trucks, just because of the a lot of horsepower. And then yeah. the other one is Max D, Tom's truck. Yeah, uh, Tom's just because truck specifically would be pretty crazy because his is such a unique truck that, you know, that left side drive, front motor, no sway bars, <laughs> just yeah, be crazy. Uh, I forget who, what shocks he runs. I don't know if he runs their shocks or what, but just crazy. And that truck will. You want to take it somewhere, it's going to tell you no. So, uh, <laughs> so complete, it's like completely opposite of the spectrum. Bigfoot 21 yeah. and Max D. You know, it's, uh, you name it, that you know, but still, I mean, it's just crazy. The stories I heard with the Tom's chassis, it looks like you're out of control, but it doesn't really look like you're out. It, uh, it, Tom says it's like, it looks like you're out of control, but reality, you have it in control. And I'm like, I don't know how that works. But um, yeah. Tom, Tom knows that truck. <laughs> mm, yeah, buddy. So, uh, you know, we, we have more, we have some hard hitting questions here and we got two of them and I'm going to go with the flow. I've been on this. Huh? I've been waiting on this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw you the curveball here. What's your favorite pie? My favorite pie. Oh Lord, I'm not much of a pie person, but I do make an like exception. Pizza? Yeah, I love pizza. Pizza's a pie. Um, yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, but it's not a Thanksgiving pie. We're gonna go. I, eh, I feel so vanilla saying pumpkin, but that's really it. Pumpkin pie. Third place works. That's third right now. uh, I'd have to go with uh, pecan pie. Oh, pecan's my favorite. (laughs) I'll eat that like it's going out of style. Um, Did you just ask the question? Yeah, we the times. I got the times are going, so we gotta ask the pie question. (laughs) We got pumpkin from Colton, pecan from Richie. So right now, I got a new question I want to ask, and it was kind of uh, evolved by a gentleman who messaged me. He said, uh, what's your favorite vehicle to crush? Uh, you know, wh- wh- was there something, Colton, that you were wondering about crushing that you thought, mm, this can't happen, and you actually had fun? What was your favorite obstacle to go after? So I don't know if it's my favorite but it was definitely something different we uh we did a show in columbus indiana and they had an ambulance and uh for anyone that doesn't know an ambulance is pretty much indestructible unless it is blown up with probably 100 pounds of tannerite but um 
they send an ambulance out there, you know, it'll send you out far one way, shoot you up the other way. And uh, leading up uh, ambulance, and then they had a crushed up Volkswagen Beetle. They like smushed into it to like mold into the ramp and uh, just a regular car next to it. That was definitely something different. Uh, that was one I was real nervous about hitting, but uh, I had Zach Adams with the Rizland Defender. Uh, he was he was right in the he was in my ear. He was on the mic telling me you know a little faster, a little faster, and uh, I hit it, cleared it. I think uh, two or three times. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, the bus stack at Joey's that was fun. Uh, after uh, at that show, they doctored the track up a little bit, and uh, on that creek jump, uh, if I wouldn't have rolled over, I was going to hit that creek jump, that double, that uh, that uh, gap. I was going to jump that, so that was a lot of fun. So, Brad, you're ready for the important one? Yep. <laughs> All right. So, you want to do the honors, or you yeah, want me to ask? I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Since you All asked right. the question, I'll do this one. <laughs> Are you guys a fan of eggnog, yes or no? I, I can drink it, but it's not. I'm not going to go out of my way to drink it. Ooh, got a 50-50 guy. Yeah. Oh, with eggnog. God, I don't know if – I honestly don't know if I can answer that question, only for the fact that I don't know if I've had eggnog before. We'll take that as you hate it. So, that does a point for us. Suck <laughs> <laughs> it, Norman Brothers. <laughs> like the million-dollar man. A uh, quick comment from Nick Miguez. Uh, hey, Colton, remember that one time you tried to do something cool and rolled on your first hit? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Okay, so funny, so funny story about that. So I had an incredible luck with this truck not rolling. So when I drove the EcoBoost for Todd, I drove that truck for a year and rolled it twice at the same show. This truck, I think we went four years without a rollover. Came close once or twice, but first time ever rollover. And uh, we were at a show uh, over in Ohio, and uh, let me let me let me interrupt you here. Yeah, I told Colton. I said, Colton, go out, hit the cars. Now it's it's typical. They've got dirt on one side for a race lane, and the other side's just an iron side. Thinking that Colton would use common sense and hit the dirt side. Oh, no. He goes out and iron sides it. Pops up, and when he did, the truck started leaning over, and he yeah. didn't drive into it. And I tried driving into it, but it was a little too late. But, uh, I mean, so one thing I've always been told, and it finally, after a couple of years, it finally hit me, you know. You go out during, like, so with me, during, like, nine times out of ten out of show, I'll go out right after intermission. I'll open freestyle. During intermission, go out, walk the track, check things out. Well, I was buckled in, couldn't really do that. So if in that case, I go, I drive the track once, parade lap, check things out. Well, that time, I kind of seen it out the corner of my eye. I said, oh, yeah, I can hit that. Go in either direction. I'll hit it going the steep side. Well, once I was committed, I was committed. And that's what I've always been told is once you're committed, go for it. Don't stop. So I did, and I rolled over. I mean, it looked cool. It felt weird, but yeah, it looked cool. Dang it! Well, and then the we all learned our lessons. Mad about because it, it 
it was nothing. I just took a turn too sharp and tried to drive out of it. And uh, not, I don't, I don't know, probably what, not three weeks prior, I was out practicing in the backyard and I had the truck up on the sidewalls. Uh, I took a bad bounce into a bad turn. I got on the sidewalls and saved it. Of course, no one's got video of it, but, uh, you know, something like that, just a stupid little plop and I didn't go back out. But, I mean, it is what it is. New body, new, new rap, first show of the year. Now, did, did you guys see with the steering wheel come flying out the windshield after that happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked to Mick this weekend. He, he was at Zane's show, and he told us he had to edit out because with no fans there, the mics picked up everything. And I didn't know that. But apparently there was some words that come out of the cab of Colton's truck when he rolled it that didn't make the cut. Ah. <laughs> uh... We need an unedited, uncensored version. <laughs> let me let me work my magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, man, thank you for coming on. It was great. Sorry on my behalf about my luck and misfortunes. Mm. Oh no! So, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know. It was great to have you guys on. Uh, anything you guys want to give a shout out to? Any sponsors? Any people that have helped you guys out? How about the fans that are coming up and you know asking for the the uh, uh, the signature? Have you been mastering the signature there, Colton? Have you been? Oh, yeah. uh, or uh, let's say after five years, I think I finally got the one figured out for this truck. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'd like to give a huge uh, huge shout out and thank you to all the people that have really been here with us, not just with this truck, but before, you know, ISP seats, they've, uh, I've always used their seats and they've kept me safe. I, I wouldn't want to use any other seat. Um, Hooker um, harness belts. Uh, I've always had great luck. They're always real comfortable. Um, Jack's wax, uh, wax products. I use them. I use it like Frank's Red Hot. Uh, I use that on everything. I use it on the truck. I use it on my Bel Air. We use it on the Mustang. Everything. Um, and also Frank's Hot Sauce. Stuff. Yeah, I use it just like Frank's Red Hot. Oh, but, I thought uh, you used Frank's Red Hot on your stuff, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try that on waxing my car next time." Go to Kroger's and buy some Frank's Red Hot hot sauce. This stuff's gonna work. Our light sponsor Firewire, they got a whole bunch of amazing products. And again, just like that Frank's Red Hot, we use it on everything. <laughs> All of our vehicles have them. Uh, um, and with this new body, of course, we got to get, not just with this new body, but just in general, we got to give thanks to our uh, men and women on the front lines in this country. Uh, but in the uh, fire departments and the police departments and emergency services, um, you know, that was one real, real cool thing with this body. And uh, one little detail is, you know, we kind of pay homage to our, our local guys and girls. Uh, we got a, on the police side, the O is a Indianapolis uh, Metro police badge. And on the other side is a, uh, is the uh, fire Maltese cross. Yeah, the Maltese cross. Nice. So, you know, now you guys have to.
You guys need to make a flag saying, just like Frank's hot sauce. <laughs> let's say it you just used. You got to put I'll a flag on the back of that. that. All right. That's going to be your flag. That would be a red flag saying, just how I use all the time Frank's red hot sauce. I use this all the time, too. Yeah. be great. Uh, yep. Firewire and Jack's Wax. I use this stuff on everything. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully some representative of Frank's uh, craft company, I think they make Frank's red hot sauce, will watch this and be like, okay. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Giant sriracha bottle or giant, <laughs> giant red, hot, red hot bottle. Well, Joe Nictor says uh, Richie doesn't need no hot sauce. <laughs> Where is he going? It's all good. It's all good. If anyone wants that steering wheel, that's for sale. Ugh. Ah, there, there it is. Not <laughs> the. Oh. On, on my you end, got I more? gotta give a shout out to Brannick Motorsports. They're the ones that they're the ones we get all of our axle parts from. They've uh, been great guys to deal with. Yeah, they make awesome. They make dry they make driveline parts for everything. Doesn't matter what you do. If it's doesn't matter if it's just a stock truck or if you do ultra fours or even monster trucks. They uh, they they build everything, and all their products are amazing. Uh, I don't think. We've, we've not broke one of their axle yeah, shafts. Yeah, we have not. We have not broke a single one of their <laughs> axle shafts. The only damage I've ever done to one of their axle shafts was uh, I I twisted one at the splines, and that's it. Brad, he gone. Put yeah. that away. You get <laughs> back back on. Well, here we go. <laughs> Uh, my dad said, Brad, put that Frank's red hot sauce in the eggnog. That would make it tolerable. Oh. <laughs> Probably cover up that nasty nutmeg and cinnamon taste. Ugh. Ah, buddy. But oh, yes, shit. thank you for coming on, guys. It was awesome. So much Thanks. to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And this and uh, I've been wanting to once again, thank while. you for being on. Yep, thanks for having us. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, thank it. you. Well, hopefully, spread we the love of the home. Hopefully, 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 I see you guys this well, weekend. But you know, hopefully, I get to see you guys this fun. weekend. Well, if you if you make come it, down Thursday, huh? Come down Thursday. Where? We'll be at Indy Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I may just shoot over Thursday to see you guys. All right. See, yeah. if, see if we can see if we'll, we can we'll be there. out of school. I don't have school. I got right. My, my school is doing one of those dumb hybrid deals, so I I I don't have school Thursday. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we buddy. Make them over yeah. surprise you. I may even bring I may even bring T Rex with me if I can get him out of work. Oh, uh, that will be a riot. 
Looks like we got to get someone out of work now. <laughs> Old T-Rex. <laughs> well, be a good time. Uh, just before we end uh, the show, guys, we'd like to thank our sponsors, the people that support us as always. High Octane Coffee, J Concepts, Nick Davis with Back Channel Productions, 6B Apparel, Marty Garza and his book, Monster Truck Technology, JB Scale Graphics, and myself, Bradley Shaw Designs. Um, you know, thank you to everybody that supports us. Um, go check out belowthecollar.com backslash crush this podcast. 25 shirts sold. We can put up a new design. 6B Apparel, go get one of the crew shirts that we have. 100 bucks a pop. Message either me or Dan. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for coming on. And we'll definitely have to have you guys on again. And, uh, you know, once, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, Colton, you get some more uh, some more seat time in, uh, in a full-size truck and hear some more shenanigans from that fr- from you. Aw, Joey said, don't forget me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has don't don't forget the, don't forget uh, Joe Nickter. High octane coffee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was talking about Joe Nickter, not Joey. I still I still catch <laughs> him on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been another episode of Crushes a Monster Truck Podcast Live. My name is always is Bradshaw, the Monster Truck Canucker. My co-host over there. <laughs> Bob Saget, aka Dan Chichagosh. <laughs> All right, guys, as we always say on the podcast, keep the rub side down, the shiny side up. Peace out, everybody.